0: All right, welcome to Voice Notes. Voice Notes is a patchwork of thoughts and experiences. There is no wrong or right, only perspectives. By sharing this clip, we hope to create a discussion, heal, and maybe expand or challenge our own ideas. In this episode, I pose a number of questions close to home. For this reason, I want to prompt a trigger warning for anybody who may be affected. So I came across this uh, flowchart that I thought was quite interesting. Um, It said, should I spank my child? And the top bit was, are they old enough to understand reason? If yes, then use reason with them and stop hitting your child. If no, then they're definitely not going to understand the reason behind why you're striking them. So the question today is whether you believe in spanking or beating your child Um, and if you don't have kids what is your perspective if you were to have kids or just on kids in general getting beats Um, and I also would love to hear whether you got beats growing up Um, I know there's a lot of cultures around the world where that is something that is practiced and many of us coming from maybe the Caribbean or you know India or Pakistan or West Africa that was something we experienced growing up Um, and me personally I don't know whether it positively or negatively affected me I can't imagine me being me without having just gotten beats as kids Um, that being said I don't plan to uh, spank or beat my kid. Um, I don't personally think that it is something that is necessary for someone to learn what's right or wrong. I remember hearing that kids um, from the age of like seven and under don't really have a good understanding of what is right and wrong. So us beating them, I don't know if that would have a positive effect or whether they would learn anything from that. But that being said, um, I would love to hear your perspective and maybe even challenge my own. Maybe there are certain circumstances, you know, when, I don't know, Dwayne or little Felix is like jumping off the bed or maybe like when, um, I don't know, Shanice has come back 10 p.m. after school on a school night. You know, are there certain situations where beating is warranted Or where a child is completely unruly and no other method would work to get through to them so let me know your thoughts and I will put that all together in the next
1: voice note yes I think you should be able to you know smack your child if you want to smack your child obviously it needs to be considered at the age that they are and the level of understanding that they take in and and do. If you tell your child once not to do something and they do it again and you tell them again not to do something and they do it again and they keep on doing it, you know, you enforce negative reinforcement on that child and they'll learn from there on out that that thing that they did that wasn't they were supposed to do, they know that they shouldn't do it because they'll receive something negative towards that. They learn that, they pick that up, that's the sort of mental sort of understanding of a child i don't know if you know you take it to the extreme where you beat them to the point of unconsciousness you beat them for things that have no relevance you beat them for things that what you didn't need to beat them for you didn't need to enforce so much anger and judgment and and enforce all that you know those beatings onto that child that's where it becomes a bit unfortunate and sad and social services need to be you know implemented and, and and get involved and Other people need to get involved. That's when it becomes too far. So it's about understanding how far is too far and understanding what you're actually teaching them once once you've done, once you've implemented the beating or the the slap or the, the sort of discipline that you want to put on your child, that's what it is. And what kind of reinforcement you are then teaching that child from when they are young, when they get older and they understand language and they understand what meanings are and understand you as a parent, depending on your skill as a parent, they will, you know, you won't need to beat them. You shouldn't need to beat them, but you know, each
2: to their own. So go, so go. I don't believe in smacking kids, especially if they're doing something that's aggressive. You're teaching them that being aggressive isn't acceptable, but yet you're reacting to that by being aggressive and hurting them. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with it, but I try my best not to do it, but there have been times when I have lost my temper after saying something over and over and over, or I've got frightened by something that my kids are going to do, and I've gotten so angry with them because of the risk, or say if they're doing something dangerous in the house or something, um, that I have given them a light slap, not a hard one, but it's because I've lost control of myself, and I always make sure I apologise to them afterwards, and it's something that I try to avoid doing, However, sometimes I do think that it's just losing control of the situation. Me, myself, my dad used to smack me and my sisters as kids quite hard as well. And it made me really dislike him when I was younger and impacted our relationship very, very badly. But um, it's something that I don't agree with. I don't think that it helps children at all. It, it's, just, it's not positive. Um, it's better to just sit down and talk to your child or to leave them to be however they are and think about it but I think the most important thing is is that you punish your child immediately otherwise if you leave it a while longer they won't connect the dots and realize that that action caused this consequence Um, I don't think smacking is more effective than telling your child off or taking something away either I think it is just loss of control. It's something that I'm working on though, like, I do feel terrible after I've done it. Even if they're not crying or whatever, I do feel really, really bad. I think when you're calm, you would never ever consider hurting your child or smacking your child. It's only when you've really lost your control over the situation, and it feels like your child's not listening to you and not respecting you, that you feel like you need to lash out from frustration and that's when it happens, and then afterwards you feel terrible. But it just feels like there's nothing really left to do if you've said it a thousand times and no-one's listening. But I do think that that does impact the way that your parent is... You know, I find myself getting really easily agitated and irritated throughout the day. You know, you wake up and the first thing is, right, I need to get myself ready, I need to get two kids ready. I've got to feed them, I've got to get them dressed, I've got to do all this stuff. And anything that kind of causes a problem with that, you know, you're constricted by the time and you're thinking, shit, I need to get ready, I need to get ready, I need to get this done by this time, we have to be out of the house. And then, you know, little things like them sitting there and not putting their socks on and stuff like that, they get blown up out of proportion, then you go to work, then you come back, then you've got to cook, you've got to clean, you've got to entertain them, they're arguing with each other and you've got nobody to turn to and be like, oh, can you do this? Can you handle that or whatever? and it just gets on top of you and you need time to yourself as well. Like a lot of the time, I feel like I lose my temper around bedtime sometimes if they go to bed and they're not going to sleep. And I'm just thinking, I literally just need a couple of hours to myself. And I can't get that. And I think, I don't know, I get that. But even with my parents, like my mum and dad, they had each other, but they didn't have any other family. So I don't ever remember going out and staying out overnight anywhere, except for when I got older, my dad wouldn't let us stay anywhere. We had no family. So, but then my mum, I don't think she agreed with it, but she wouldn't stand up to him because it would cause arguments between them. But um, yeah, I think, I think if I was to raise them, if I was to have stayed at my mum's house and still be there now, I think there's pros and cons to it. Like I see a lot of people that stay in their mum's house and have their kids and they become way too relaxed and way too dependent on the other people in their house. And it almost becomes a case of, oh, I'm going out. Like, I don't need to worry about what's going on with my kid because there's all these other people here. And sometimes it can be detrimental to the relationship between the mum and the child. I've seen it with people where they spend far too much time away from their kids and they lose the bond completely. But, yeah, I I definitely see why you can lose your temper with your kids and when you're frustrated with your baby daddy or whatever, you can end up taking it out on them because you haven't got any support there. One thing that I really cannot tolerate is the thought of anybody else smacking my child, which, I've, like my sisters have said to me before, when my kids have been at my parents' house, that my dad has smacked them. And I've literally had massive rows with my dad about it before and kind of said to them, you know, I don't agree with smacking and I don't want anybody else to do it to them, even when they're at my parents' house, which is their grandparents. And obviously when I'm not around, they're in charge. But if I choose to raise my kids in a way where they're not getting smacked, then I expect those same principles to be followed when I'm not around. So, yeah, it's... It's quite difficult. I feel like it's bad either way, but it makes me more angry when a man hits their daughter or their grandchild, who's a female. Or even when a man hits a child in general, I feel like it's worse than when a woman does, even though it's probably not correct. It's just something in my brain that makes me feel like it's worse. But especially when it's a a man hitting a girl, because it's like we teach girls that it's not okay men to hit them when they get older so why is it okay for a grown man to hit a little child when she's young?
3: It's a core cool project. Um, so yeah, my general thoughts around using, I guess it is physical violence like that is what it is on children in order to teach them right or wrong. Um So growing up and I used to think there was nothing wrong with it and I used to say oh I'll do the same but internally I never felt like I would ever do the same um i used to perceive my mum as hitting me because she didn't have the language or and by language i mean actual language because we didn't speak english at home um to express what she wanted to me even though i do speak our like native language as well but obviously it's not in the, it's not at the same level as i speak english and um, i'm not able to explain my emotional world or what I'm going through and how it's impacting me on a like deep emotional or mental health or well-being level in the language we speak at home um, and the culture doesn't necessarily give you the tools or permission to do that either so growing up I used to see it as my mum's hearing me because she doesn't know any better or she doesn't know how to talk to me in a different way. Like, she hasn't been socialised to deal with me doing something wrong um, in a different way. But I guess this is me becoming more aware and conscious of that in my early teens up to my late teens. Um, but it's an answer to your first question, like, do would I hit my children? if I had children. No, because as you pointed out, if you can, if they can't, if the child can can not verbally, doesn't have the verbal reasoning skills to understand what's going on, then they're not going to understand why they're being hit. Two, um, growing up, like, being punished through hitting, um, you just fear the anger and the repercussion but you don't really understand what it was that you did wrong because as a kid you're just doing what you want and like what makes you happy or whatever that might be um there isn't the breaking down of why is this wrong and and you know what impact it has on other people and etc etc and that's the important part it's it's not the don't ever do this again it's needing to have that understanding um that is the most important thing. Um, yeah, I guess. oh What's the other thing I was gonna share? Yeah, I guess like, and also I, after a point, I never, I stopped being afraid of being hit because I was just like, okay, cool. Like I'll be here and I'll get over it. And I wasn't even a bad child, so it's. Just, I don't even. I remember the times I got hit, but I don't even remember what it was about, to be honest. Um, but there was one particular big incident that happened and that was the incident I was 12 years old and that was the turning point for me where I was just like I'm never doing this to my children um so in my mom's mind I made her look bad in front of other people um so yeah so this incident so it was my cousin's holy communion um and I like, having a party lots of people over lots of food etc and like communal eating, communal dancing is like a big thing in Eritrean culture and I was 12 I was like quite self-conscious at that point um hadn't really come into myself and my identity in terms of like my sense of Eritreanness, my sense of Britishness like what 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 parts of the cult of both cultures do I take what parts do I leave etc cetera, etc cetera. so I was very self-conscious and I didn't want to dance, um, and I was just in a mood, I was in a mood for a while, I just wanted to go play video games and just chill with other kids and teenagers, um, and I didn't want to be in the limelight, and lots of people, like, friends and relatives and whoever were all like, come dance, come dance, and just putting all this pressure on me, and I think at one point I was just like, no, just leave me alone, like, I don't want to, um, and that's the thing with Eritrean culture. There's no boundaries. There's there's no sense of boundaries. There's no sense of the child has a personality and mind of their own and they have their own wants and desires. Like you're you're in the culture, your children are there. They your children exist to serve you and to serve your purpose as parents. And um, they are an extension of you. And I think that's also connected to like how you punish your children as well, right? So anyways, I went to the bathroom to go and hide, to just be left alone, so I was just chilling in the bathroom, and then my mum knocks on the door, and I didn't notice her, and I was like, who is it? And she's like, mum, and I was like, oh, I'm peeing, leave me alone, kind of thing. She's like, no, open the door. So I open the door, and she closes the door, um, and then she starts, like, shouting at me, um... And then, I don't even remember what she said, but she spat in my face and she just started beating me, like, I've never been beaten like that by her before. And it wasn't even the beats that hurt, it was the spitting in my face. Um, And so I was 12, and then I remember when I was 15, I was talking to my cousin about it and I just started crying about it, Um, because that's the first time my mum had, like, harmed me, like. And it was motivated by anger and um, caring more about what other people think of you rather than what I was going through or dealing with or whatever it was and yeah and it was that moment that I was just like the reason why parents should not hit their children is because often it's an expression of anger as opposed to an expression of like education or trying to see in the right way like that adult is not actually processing their emotions or processing what they're going through it is a reflex action um and that's also why we have so much violence in the world, because people aren't able to articulate what's going on for them internally or what is coming up for them, what has impacted them. And so if people had the tools to talk it through um, and be able to process what has been triggered. And yes, yeah, one final point about the anger. Um, yeah, like you can't trust parents or adults to be able to react in a conscious An intentional way when hitting their children because more often than not it isn't I'm doing this in order to teach you this lesson it is out of anger like it is a visceral reaction and to something that child has done Um, whether it's like the examples you gave like jumping around on the bed and they might fall off or whatever it might be even those examples, I think it is about sitting that child down and, and talking them through it. And the thing is, we can't control everything. They they probably will harm like hurt themselves. But I guess it's that question of what's the trade-off? Are you are you going to harm your child so that they don't do it again, or will they have to get like get burnt in order to, to fit like to understand um, themselves? um so maybe there's an element of control as well I think with those situations but I think more often than not in my experience you're harming your child to fulfill your own needs or like perceived needs and wants and what role role you want your child to play um as opposed to being for protection like I, I rarely think it's or it's an expression of frustration because as a parent you're knackered you're exhausted your child is driving you up the wall um wherever it might be but hitting them isn't gonna make them act right it isn't gonna make them behave in a meaningful way and I guess some people would argue like oh you know we we got beats growing up and we're fine are we though like that specific incident for me like I didn't process that for a long time like that really harmed me and I raised it with my mom, when I was like I don't know when I was an adult and she doesn't even remember and I think that really blew my mind like she didn't even remember and that really did like em- that did have an emotional impact on me and to me that was like okay so you don't remember because you did this in, in a fit of rage um
4: so yeah yeah, now with my dad, we're all good um, You know, because uh, Yeah, I do actually remember that he also uh, He never hit me for this But I used to travel all the way From Ellsbury to um, I think, where is it? Kent, where I was born When he used to pick me up on a Friday And he used to come and see us And then pick us up on Friday Drive us two hours to Ellsbury uh, On a Friday, and then on a Sunday He would drop us back, and as Um uh, as time went along there was, a, there was a problem I had where I was quite old at this point, like 13, 14, and I had a toilet problem. Um, I've always wanted to share this actually because this is something that was a bit traumatic in my young younger days. Uh, I used to go to the toilet and then as soon as he came and picked us up I would really need to go to the toilet again. Like I just went to the toilet like a minute ago. So when I came out, I was like crying and saying, oh, I need to go to the toilet to my sister. She goes, I oh, don't worry, it's all right, it's fine. Uh, my dad never beat me for this, but he used to always just make me feel a bit disgusted. So he just used to say, ah, oh, not again. Like, and he used to be really annoyed and get pissed off when I said that I need to go to the toilet. So, you know, it took a while for me to get over that because, you know, I couldn't understand why, you know, he was so upset with me peeing myself and stuff like that. Cause I used to pee myself um <laughs> uh yeah but then obviously you know uh as the years went on um you know i used to i finally plucked the car, thanks to my older sister who i think we bring up the topic um to my mum and my mum said as we was driving look for you like look there's toilets everywhere there's you know what's in these petrol stations and what's in these restaurants and then i said oh like toilets, so yeah. So when she said that, it's like it, it unleashed that sort of like problem. So I was like, okay. So there's toilets everywhere now, so I'm, I'm cool. And then I just got relaxed. So the toilet problem was a mental thing, you know. What I mean, it was a mental barrier that stopped me from. Cause I don't think I really needed to go to the toilet because every, every time I felt like I desperately need to go to the toilet, I'll go to a toilet and little drops will come out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was literally uh a head fuck in a sense sorry i'm sorry for swearing um yeah so you know and then basically the good thing about my dad is it's never too late to explain either, because he explained uh to me when i was older like oh son like yeah sorry about that because i was like yeah dad, do you remember you used to hit me because i used to go to the toilet you know what i mean it was one of them banter ones like it was like a good 20 years later and then he was like oh yeah son about that you know and he explained finally like he just went and i was like that's ah, cool and he goes no seriously son i literally you know i took it hard breaking up with um you know your your mum you know i really loved your mum but obviously so and so it didn't work out and he was gutted about it but he couldn't sort of channel it in a way where he could understand why he was upset because he probably should have felt at the time that he could have probably done better to keep her but he was a he was a stubborn man apparently going by what my dad my mum said about him he can be a bit stubborn um so you know obviously not saying that he took it out of me but he kind of like you know was more worked up about it um than than he normally would and he literally bawled down in tears and it was a nice moment because i was older so i was just laughing was like dad it's cool man it's like honestly uh you know i didn't have any problem with it it's just i You know, that was, you know, you didn't hit me. Like I told him that you didn't hit me. It's just that, you know, all you did was just, you know, moan or or sulk. But obviously, you know, at that time, you know, it it affected me in a different way. But yeah, it's no biggie. Honestly, it was no biggie. At any time that you hit me, it was no biggie. Um, You know, like I said, I look at it in fond memories now. So I've got nothing against my dad.
5: Respect your bravery and letting us in. Into your life, you know, uh, telling us a bit about yourself. Um, yeah, like something that I just wanted to say, a quick point, something that I found interesting and in, in that is just that how you know we we don't want to strike our kids because um, we think it could create traumas in their life. But from this clear point, like you can see that traumas can be created from more than a strike. You know, we really have to make sure and be there and be involved and see make sure that people uh our kids mental health are in the right place too because they can be traumatized just by uh, the the way you talk to them what you say to them how you say it to them and all these things can traumatize kids just as bad as a strike uh, and yeah and like yeah it's just a good thing, something like something interesting to think about. So yeah, respect, respect.
6: Okay, so, um, hitting children, I think this is one that you really have to kind of take into consideration a lot of things in terms of um how time's moved on, but then also culture and where we are in the world. Um, in terms of actually geographical like where we are. Um because Times we've on is in the sense of when we were younger, that was the norm. When our parents were even younger, that was more the norm. Even older siblings in school, that was something that was allowed. Teachers, um, other adults, people in public could do that. Um, but then we've moved on from that, and there's laws that have been put in place. That obviously, through to kind of research and stuff, there's actually an effect that that has on a child um, in general. Um, But I think growing up, that was definitely something, that definitely, you know, I'm I'm, I'm from Ghana, I'm West African. That was something that was, that was the norm. That was how things were dealt with. You knew if you were doing something wrong, there was a risk that you were going to get hit. Um, And yeah, I don't think it's had this effect on me where there's, you know, there's been kind of psychological or trauma because it was just how things were. But I remember actually It getting to a point where the older and the bigger and the taller I got I remember specific a time when my mum went to hit me and I was like what like it was kind of like okay is this is this going to be the situation and it almost she had to flinch for a second and I think that's when the terror it gets to a point where it's like you're doing something I I remember my brother always used to get hit much more but he used to do it anyway because he got to this point where it was like well what's the most that's going to happen I'm going to get hit I'm used to that now, so it's still worth doing it. And so the message wasn't really getting through anyone. I think that's what it comes down to. It got to a point where you just, that's just your go-to discipline. You just hit your child. You probably don't even know what you're doing it for anymore. And you probably don't even know if it's worth, you know, to what extent is it worth hitting them? What have they, ha, is it, what has what they've done been so bad? Like I remember I, I one time I washed up and I left kind of soap on the dishes and I got hit. And it was like, when you think about stuff like that is it worth is does that warrant being hit but that's then and so I think now in this day and age if you're still hitting your children and when I see that um I personally I find it very uncomfortable to see um and I still I still see it from that same culture actually and kind of from the first generation kind of parents rather than I don't know parents who've grown up here I could be wrong with that um, and I think, once again, that's the culture And it's that's the way that we deal with things You know, we don't talk, there's not There's no talking, I'm not I'm not reasoning with you Because I'm the adult, and I'm the parent And so this is the situation, if you do that That's what you're going to get hit, that's the way to show you That I'm, be- you know, I'm I'm in control, I'm the adult I'm the authoritarian, but I think, actually um, There's a mutual respect that you can get With your child, and, and more you can get you can have discipline and have authority in a different way and I think actually it works better than just hitting I think when you're actually communicating and you're breaking things down um and putting in different kind of sanctions so example I'm taking this away from you or you know you're going to have time out those things do kind of work more I think um so yeah I think you just have to take into consideration all those all those elements but I definitely think in this in this day and age if you're still, if that's still your go-to thing, you have to rethink really about, yeah, you know, what am I trying to achieve here? You know, what am I putting into my child, and what am I letting my child know that's acceptable? I, you know, I I, I get my hair done in um, in Peckham, and um, one time I was getting my hair done, and the the hairdresser, who was, you know, she's 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 first generation, she wasn't born in this country, and her son was just like he was, I think he was three. And he was just talking like mum, mum, and she. Even that, she went to hit him because it's like leave me alone. He went to hug her. She was like leave me alone. And when she went to hit him, he literally would flinch even at her moving her hand. Um, and that was so uncomfortable to see. Or she would just hit him because he dropped something on the floor, and he was like ow. Like she, and it was in all areas of his body as well, his face, everything. And when you think about that, that isn't just oh this is you know this is how to discipline my child. That's abuse, really. And I think when it comes down to that, what is that child? How is that affecting that child psychologically? And when we now we know with things like research, you know, even verbal um, abuse is a psychological, you know, children can be, um, you know, taken away from their parents for different forms of abuse, you know, and verbal is definitely one of those things as well. So if words have an effect, then definitely physical is going to have an effect as well. Um, And so I think it comes down to, yeah, what are you teaching your child? What do you want your child to kind of take from it and what you know how do you want to affect your child and we know that that physical that physical hitting is definitely going to affect your child in some sort of a way whether it's they don't understand anyway um you know there's a hurt that will hurt them and they're probably just going to get used to it and do it again anyway so what effect do you want you know what do you want to come from it if you want them to kind of stop doing what they're doing then there's obviously other ways to do that but then in saying that I know there's definitely times where I can imagine as a parent you're raising this child and they're doing something to annoy you so much that the anger so much, and they keep doing it that sometimes you just think the only way to do, to show you that you're still my kid and I'm still your your parent is that I'm just gonna hit I'm gonna beat you, and I can imagine that being the case. It's like I need to I need to let you know you ain't too big for a beat, but um, would I do it myself? I would say that I I'm you know I'm not a parent yet, so I cannot stand there and say that. Um, no i would do this and i would do that but i would like to think that i would like to parent it in a way that isn't about physical um harm causing any kind of physical harm to my child but um and also any kind of you know verbal and mental harm to them but just in reasoning and kind of talking through things um we're still with an authority you can still have authority without having to you know use violence so i would say no i wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to personally do that and I find it uncomfortable when I see that. And I think it's not illegal in this country to hit your child, it really isn't, but actually it's, there's a law where it's, if it, if, if um, a mark is left, then it's illegal. But then that also has some scope for kind of questioning because if a mark is left, so if a mark isn't left, but you still hit your child, what if they don't bruise easily? What if they've got skin that doesn't really show up on bruises and, you know, it still has an effect on a child. So I think, yeah, there's definitely, definitely different way to deal with it um, and I personally yeah, wouldn't do it myself and I find it uncomfortable to see it and, and I um, you know and as adults as well that's not how we deal with things we don't it's unacceptable to hit an adult you know you get a criminal record for that so why are we doing that to children who don't understand or who are still growing and learning and we're trying to teach them a wrong and a right way to deal with things
7: oh that's such an interesting topic actually I mean to be honest I think before I had kids I always thought no I'd never I'd never beat them or give them a smack or anything like that and I think we kind of do need to differentiate like I think there's a difference between kind of like a tap on a hand that's not so hard and like actually I'm going to give you a, a good beating kind of to teach you a lesson I think there is a difference and I think personally when I was growing up I don't think it helped me at all I think it kind of made me quite bitter Bitter, quite resentful towards my parents, you know, whenever they beat me. And I think you know, the reasons why they beat me as well, I don't think we're justified, and I think that really affected me. And and I think that's why I'd never kind of give my kids a good beating or anything like that. But I do find that you know, because they are quite young, I do find like a tap on her hands is quite effective so for example if they're um, proceeding to throw something out or create damage and they're doing it intentionally because they know that they're doing it and they can hear you saying no but they still continue to do it i've kind of if i give them a smack and say don't do that again then they'll associate doing that again with getting a possible smack so though they don't necessarily understand you know what's going you know the ins and out but they do understand if they do that again that's what's going to come next and i find that that does help in terms of reducing that behavior so it's a certain behavior so it could be throwing something on the floor after they've been told repeatedly not to do it it could be hitting somebody else and it's kind of like actually no if you do that again you'll get a smack and then i think once they've kind of experienced it, then you can kind of use it as a threat. Look, if you do that again, you'll get a smack. And I feel that prevents that behaviour or minimises the chances of them doing that behaviour again because they're thinking in their heads that they will be getting a smack. However, I think that only works when they're kind of young and it's just that kind of association with a smack. Whereas I think that gets a bit older, you know, I wouldn't because I know that she can reason with words. I can explain to her the consequences and things like that. And in those circumstances, I don't think, you know, a smack would be helpful. Do you know what I mean? That's just, I don't, yeah, I don't think that that would necessarily be helpful. But then I think also it's kind kind of knowing your children as individuals. So do you think actually for some children who might want to always push boundaries, having that fear of a smack would stop them from pushing those boundaries and would be beneficial for them in the long run. But I think for me as a person, for example when I was growing up, I don't really think I really pushed boundaries. I think I got smacks because I made mistakes. And if they're just mistakes, you know, you smacking somebody Prevent them from making another mistake isn't going to work because it was a mistake and it was done accidentally. You know, for example, if I broke something by accident, or you know, if I did something, if I didn't tie, you know, I just think actually no, I don't think it would work in those circumstances. But. I do think it's a really, really tricky one. And uh, like for me personally, sometimes I have, you know, if, if I've had to give him a, you know, a bit of a hard smack. And like, Look, that's not right. Or, you know, this is how it feels, so don't do it again. But I also understand that like, he probably doesn't understand. But sometimes in those seconds, you can't reason, you can't talk to the child because, don't, you know, he does understand, but he doesn't understand the, the, the consequences. And, and two, you can't let that behaviour go unchecked. So you kind of have to do something whereby it's effective so that they know that that's wrong, especially at that age where they can't necessarily reason, but they can make associations. He will know if he says, please, he will get something. Therefore, he will understand, you know, if he does an action, he might get a smack for it because it's happened to him in the past. So that's where I, I kind of stand on it, really.